You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Support for this podcast comes from AT&T. You know what's complicated? Changing your name to get a new customer deal. Then explaining to your family why everyone now has to call you Jackie Flash. You know what's not complicated? Getting the latest smartphones from AT&T. And that's because now both new and existing customers can get the best smartphone deals from AT&T. It's not complicated. The best smartphone deals are for everyone at AT&T. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Hey, you like video games, right? And you like friends, too, right? You know, a lot of people say yes to those questions, but here on The Besties, we prove it. Every Friday, me, Justin McElroy, and my brother Griffin McElroy team up with our best pals and Polygon co-founders, Chris Plant and Russ Freshtick, to dive deep into one game. It's like a book club, but with no reading required. Come play along with your new best friends and listen to The Besties free, only on Spotify. Hello, and thank you for inviting me into your ears. The following podcast is a benefit for the Actors Fund and Broadway Care's COVID-19 Emergency Assistance Fund. To donate, please visit www.broadwaycares.org slash help2020. And if you don't, I'll come to your house. <laughs> Dracula, a comedy of terrors, is brought to you by the Actors Fund, Broadway Cares, and Blackout Shades. They make sleeping all day a snap. Previously on Dracula, a comedy of terrors. An engagement party with an unexpected guest. I don't believe my eyes. Dracula, old man, you are alive. I wouldn't go that far. But the Count only has eyes for Jonathan's fiance. Lucy. You are even more compelling in person. <laughs> oh, I don't think anyone has ever French kissed my hand before. While her father's mental patients work the party, including the kleptomaniac maid, Kitty. Anything else I can get you? And the highly suggestible insectivore butler, Renfield. My only relief is in serving others. And his less popular daughter, Mina, scours the party for attention and finds it when Lucy rejects the Count. You want to get out of here? My house is just across town. Hope you enjoyed your evening, Mina, because this morning there is a debt to be paid. We now rejoin our story in progress. Mina is unconscious in her sickbed as her distraught father, Dr. Westfeld, writes to an old acquaintance for help. Fifteen October, 1897, to Dr. Jean van Helsing, University of Schmutz, Brandenburg Campus, Department of Rare Infectious Diseases. Dear Dr. Van Helsing, I write you now in dire need of your expertise. Three days ago, my youngest daughter Mina was at her sister's engagement party with a ruddy complexion and full of life. The following morning, we found her bedridden and pale, her veins swollen with an odd color, and unable to look at direct sunlight without wincing in pain. At first, I assumed it was a female issue, but it's even more frightening than that. Samples of her blood have revealed her to be severely anemic, yet I cannot pinpoint the source of her distress. I beg of you to come see her straight away. Speaking man to man, I fear for her life. Oh, my dear sweet Mina, how it pains me to see my sister like this, Jonathan. I must say. It's highly unnerving to see a person so lively and gay one moment and then down for the Count the next. The Count! Count Dracula! He brought the cake she ate! I ate it too, darling. Oh yes, of course, Father. It couldn't have been the cake. Maybe, maybe she drank something that didn't agree with her? It's more acute than that. 
It's gone directly to her blood. Oh, I do wish the doctor would get here already. Ah, speak of the devil. That must be him now. So kind of this Van Helsing fellow to take time out of his busy schedule to come visit us. Good show your mother knew him. Excuse me, Dr. Westfeld. Hello there. So nice to meet you. You must be Mrs. Van Helsing. Dr. Van Helsing. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Van Helsing's wife. How lovely to meet you, Mrs. Van Helsing. No, I am Dr. Van Helsing. <laughs> That's very, very funny, very funny, Mrs. Van Helsing. Is your husband lifting the heavy bags from the carriage? I have no husband. <laughs> Father! <laughs> that famous German sense of humor. Ah, I'll go help him with the bags. Apologies, Doctor. My father is under a great deal of stress with my sister's illness. Could you please take a look at her right now? Time is of the essence. She looks depleted. Any other symptoms? She complains of terrible dreams, some sexier than others, and a weakness, a bloodlessness that confounds her doctors. How long have these bite marks been visible? Bite marks? Where her carotid artery and jugular intersect. Did someone say insect? No, no, Renfield. Peculiar butler you have. He's also a patient. We're wasting precious time. Where is Dr. Van Helsing? I am here. No, you're not. I sent for Dr. Jean Van Helsing, as in Jean Valjean. No, you sent for Dr. Jean Van Helsing, as in Jean Valjean. So I sent for a lady doctor? Correct. <laughs> I wouldn't be laughing if I were you. Your daughter is in grave danger. This is no ordinary insect bite. What do you mean? It appears she may have been bitten by something more sinister. Have any of you been out of the country? I was in Eastern Europe. Did you bring back any fruits or vegetables? Just this garlic from the farmer's market in Bucharest. But she wasn't exposed to it. Anything else? Maybe something from Duty Free? No. Good. It's not that much cheaper anyway. Have you noticed anything or anyone unusual in the area lately? Just the regular workaday English life. Soggy sandwiches, lots of rain, ghost ship washed up on shore. Nothing out of the ordinary. Hold on. What was that? Nothing out of the ordinary. No. Go back a word or two. Shore. On. Up. Washed. Continue. Ship. Ghost. A ghost ship. The very thing. Was there a manifest? Yes. I found it on the beach. Well, there was no cargo at all, apart from some birdseed, canned tuna, and six coffins of Transylvanian earth. Nothing out of the ordinary. Hold on, what was that? Nothing out of the ordinary. No, go back a word or two. Earth. Transylvanian. Of? Continue. Coffins. Six? Six coffins. That could be the key. The key to what? The makeup counter at suffrages? This female medicine is not for me, I'm afraid. I'm going to go out and pick up some leeches and tapeworms to drain her of her evil humors like a real doctor. I'll be back before nightfall. Lucy, I must know. Was your sister alone with anyone the night of the party? Well, she attempted to make conversation with three of my former suitors, but I do not believe she left with any one of them. <laughs> Renfield! Oh, you gave me a fright. Words, 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 words. I can't stop laughing. I, <laughs> I apologize. Now hold it right there. 
What's funny about a dying girl? A dying girl who flirted with four gentlemen. But there were only three, Renfield. There was a fourth, and she left with him that night. Oh, my heavens, is that a bat? Oh, yes, yes, get it away from me. You hide, Jonathan. I'll grab a broom. I didn't tell, Master. I didn't tell. I'm sorry. Why are you speaking to that fluttermouse? It's a bat, Doctor. Oh, and it's oddly attracted to my moisturizer. And my hair gel. It seems to be very concerned with personal grooming products. It's the devil is what it is. He demands I do his bidding. Is that garlic of yours? Give it here. Right-o. Danke, Shane. If my suspicions are correct, it may prove useful. I'll just hold it up toward the bat and... He's coming for me now! Who is he? I've already said too much. I must answer for my soul at the judgment seat of God! We're on the ground floor. I thought I heard a scream. What happened? What a palaver. It's Renfield. He's gone. Out the window and through the pansies. After conversing with a fluttermouse. Oh, no. And he was doing so well. I wouldn't go quite that far. Well, find him. You may not want to find him. From the looks of it, he may be the one responsible for your daughter's illness. Did you really think so? He's never hurt so much as a fly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's something foul in the air here. What is happening to us, Doctor? From all the evidence, it can only be one thing. 15th October, 1897. Arrived United Kingdom via steam train and ferry from Schmutz. The patient, Mina Westfeld, grows worse by the hour. She vacillates between exhaustion and intermittent bouts of aggression. We have been forced to chain her to the bed for her own safety. Our next course of action is to administer blood transfusions. I have only ever read about vampires in ancient medical texts. I assumed they were the stuff of fiction and fairy tales. However, I fear I am about to be proven wrong. If so, God help us all. How is Mina doing? Any improvement this evening? I'm afraid not. Oh, I thought the transfusions were working, but the fits are getting worse. When she isn't in spasm, she has no energy at all. Mina! This is Dr. Van Helsink. Can you hear me? She can hardly speak, Doctor. She's very weak. He said I had a pretty neck. Who? Who said you had a pretty neck? Well, she's hallucinating, Doctor. Clearly, no one would ever say that to her. Who was it that complimented your neck? Another episode. The chains will hold her! Are you sure? The links are buckling. They're about to give way. They've snapped! Well, if I'm not needed here, I guess I'll just... Jonathan, quick! Grab her feet! We need to pull her back down! I'd rather not soil my hands. Oh, really? Jonathan, is that the first thought on your mind? She's dancing on the ceiling like a lion or Richie! And her head is spinning around! I can't believe my eyes! Oh, I think she's in some sort of pain! Listen to that! We must make it stop! This tranquilizer blowout should do the trick. Ah, 
it's subsided. Good work, Dr. Van Helsing. How often do you use those blow darts? You'd be surprised. Rest, Mina. Rest. She's asleep. You too, my darlings. Good night, lieblings. Good night, Dr. Van Helsing. Jonathan, will you wipe her forehead? Um, I'm okay, thanks. Would you rather change her bedpan? I'd rather do neither, thank you very much. Jonathan! You don't know what it feels like to be inside my skin. This isn't easy for me. Uh, nor is it easy for me, living with all your feelings. There are two of us in this relationship, and we've got to each give a little. I gave you a beautiful necklace for your last birthday. I mean, you have to be willing to venture past your fears. Go off-piste for once in your life. I want to. Then stop being so frightened of things that might be, and start living in the present. Of course I want to live in the present, and I will very soon. What if I cannot wait any longer? What if I do not wish to negotiate every decision until I'm blue in the face? What if just once I want to move through life without fear, with a courageous partner rather than a coward? Oh, oh I, didn't, I didn't mean... Yes, you did. Jonathan, please, I... No, if that's what you want, then you should have it. And not with a tuppany coward. Jonathan, wait! Finally, I have you alone. The Count! Oh, you frightened me. Where did you come from? I'm here with a gift. For you. The soil? Oh, thank you, Count. I'd also like to pick up my cake plate, if you don't mind. It's Wedgwood. Yes, I imagine it's somewhere downstairs. I was so sorry to hear about your sister. She's got a strong spirit. She'll pull through. But if she doesn't... Well, she must. She's only 22. There's, there's a whole life ahead of her. All the adventures, all the laughter, all the romance. Well, maybe not romance, but still. My apologies. You are in a vulnerable state, especially after that conversation with Jonathan. Well, how did you... You are a strong, courageous woman. You deserve a strong, courageous man. Come here. Count, you're standing so close to me, I can feel your breath. Good. Now feel my arms around you. Uh, what are you doing? Giving you what you need, a chance to move through life without fear. Well, you don't know me. I know you, Lucy, because I have been waiting for you for centuries. And suddenly, here you are. Everything I dreamed when Jonathan showed me your photograph, my blood went warm. My arms felt weightless. My head was swimming. That's why I came to Whitby. For you. That's why I bought Carfax. For you. Why I turned my life upside down. Not that it's an uncomfortable position for me. For you. I can't pretend we weren't meant for each other. And do you know you can't either? This is insane. I have to go. Not yet. Oh, let go of me, please. Why? Because it feels good. You said it yourself. Venture past your fears. But, oh, but... Live in the present. Kiss me. No. Oh, stop it. Stop it now. This is wrong. I, I am engaged. To a coward. You know what you want. What you need. Come with me. I can give you an extraordinary life. No. Oh, this is not what I want. I, I must be lightheaded from all the transfusions. I've given her several pints of blood today, and I haven't had anything to eat. Excuse me, I'm, I'm going to fix myself some tea. I'll be as quick as I can. And, if you don't mind, the cake plate. Of course. 
dear Mina. Lucy has been giving transfusions, which means her blood now runs through your veins. That will have to do for now, until I can get Lucy to join me for all eternity. You cold, master? I have a job for you. Anything. I need you to bring Mina back to Carfax. I would fly her myself, but she's over the weight limit. Of course. But not a word. Not a whisper. You understand? Yes, master. Cor, gone in a puff of smoke. How I'm did sorry he... to keep you waiting, Count. I have your plate here and... Renfield! Miss Lucy! <laughs> Where's the count? I'll never tell. Oh, God. What are you doing with Mina? Sorry. Gotta run. Out of my way. Oh! Help! Help! Dr. Van Helsing! 20th October, 1897. Mina Westfeld is missing. And there is only one logical suspect. Renfield! Clearly, his appetite for insects has grown to a thirst for human blood. <coughs> Dr. Westfield, any progress at all? I'm afraid not. Rinfield is nowhere to be found. This is all too terrible to comprehend, to think. I let that man into my house. Now he's abducted my second favorite daughter. We'll find them, Father. I'm not so certain. We've had men searching the property all morning. Maybe you should have asked some women. I searched as well. We're still working on our pronouns. Don't get me started. I'm going back out to liaise with the other search parties. I'll let you know the minute we have anything at all. Oh, Miss Lucy. Lord Swivelhips. Listen, my heart is, is breaking for you and your family. Should you need anything, anything at all, you, uh, you just call on me. I'm here for you. I appreciate that. To satisfy your every little need. Um, unfortunately, you cannot provide what I truly need, my dear sister. Well, that's not what I meant. See, I was talking about the romantic kind. Yes, I understood. I was pretending not to. Lord Schwevelhips, your behavior is vulgar and predatory. I must insist that you leave at once. Well, uh, you don't have to be cruel, you know. Und stay out. Ah. Have left the building. Lucy, are you all right? Jonathan, oh, there you are. I am. Thank you, but only just. You missed quite a scene. Yes, I saw. He was pretty ghastly. You saw that? Yes, I... Uh, I didn't want to be rude. You didn't want to be rude? Well, he's American. What if he were to challenge me to fisticuffs? Right. Dr. Van Helsing had it well in hand, but next time... Yes, next I... time I need support. I'll make sure to look for Dr. Van Helsing. Lucy, you know I love you, don't you? I know you think you do. You're the most wonderful thing that's ever happened to me. Jonathan, I need to be alone for a while, if you don't mind. Do you want some company? Jonathan. I'll see myself out. Lucy, my love. Count! Oh, you're all right. Thank heavens. I assumed Renfield must have gotten to you, too. He did. But I made a narrow escape. Oh, you must be hungry. I'll fix you something. I had a little snack in Saltwick Park on my way over. There are restaurants in Saltwick Park? I had to see you alone. 
I have thought of nothing else since our lips touched. That was a mistake, Count. A beautiful mistake. I can't think about this now. My sister... Your sister is in good hands. Good hands? Renfield is a lunatic. Not everything is as it appears. Take comfort knowing there is more to life than that which you can see in the light of day. Like this flower in my lapel. It looks like... No, it couldn't be. Is that a... A Germanicus Vita Vampirius? <laughs> it is indeed. Have it. The book says they're extinct. Yes, and yet I grew one for you. You did? Why? Oh! Oh! Oh, will you look at that? I'm bleeding. <gasps> oh, isn't that something? Something delicious. What was that? Auspicious something. Auspicious. I happen to have a handkerchief. Oh, thank you so much. I'll have this washed and ironed and return it to you next week. Oh, don't you dare. I mean, I wouldn't hear of it. I'll just, I'll just take that oh, back no, from no, you. No, no, please, it's no problem. Really, I insist. Don't be worried about the germs. Give it here, now! Oh. Oh. Oh, where did that come from? You inspire it in me. Fate has dealt me a torturous hand. Being near you only reminds me of what I don't have. You have everything. You don't know what it is to be alone. From the time I was a child, I had to endure the scorn and ridicule of other children in my village. I couldn't swing a cricket bat if my life depended on it. Also, they had never seen a boy in a cape. They bullied me, stormed my house with torches and horrible epithets, but I got my revenge. How's that? By becoming very good-looking. Also rich and immortal. That's pretty major. Did you say... But you can only drink and shop and sleep around for so long until it begins to feel like you've eaten too much dessert and you're rotting inside. Oh, you poor thing. Help me, Lucy. Help me heal. Share my life with me, the good and the bad. Celebrate the extraordinary. Bear witness to the mundane. And this is something I have never said to anyone before in my life. Tell me more about you. Me? Well, I guess I've always wondered Because why. the more I think about it, the more I feel I've known you forever. Be my bride, Lucy. Stand next to me, preferably on the left, because I'm told my right is more appealing. Run away and explore the world with me. Um, um, Lucy? Jonathan! I'm so sorry to interrupt, but your father is back with some news. He's asking for you. Well, I'll go find him. Excuse me, Count. Will I see you later? Of course. I should be going as well. Wait, Count Dracula, might I have a word? Absolutely. Tomorrow. Please, just just a, a moment of your time. Very well. What is it? Yes. I was wondering, how is it that you can be so... so brazen, so heroic, so... Fearless in life. You think I'm fearless? Of course. Look at you. What could you possibly be afraid of? Mirrors? Crosses? Dying alone? That's a big one for me, too. But I deal with it. How? By focusing on the powers I have been graced with. I'm afraid that wouldn't take me very long. I haven't any powers. I'm no hero. Ah, perhaps not. But I've been around long enough to know that anyone who claims they're a hero probably isn't. Huh. My friend, 
however powerless you feel right now, never forget that you always have the power to surprise yourself. I suppose you're right. Also, it wouldn't hurt to hit the gym. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to make myself scarce. You're still here. Oh, sorry. Wardrobe malfunction. I'll just, I'll just. Oh, God, God. Excuse me. Bye bye. Jonathan, is the Count gone? Yes, just. He has a habit of disappearing at convenient moments. I can't help but wonder if he's somehow connected to all this mischief. Jean, John, can we have a word? Father's got something frightfully important to tell us. Of course. What is it, Wallace? Apparently, there was another attack in town this evening. Isn't it awful? In Whitby? Near Saltwick Park. Wait, Saltwick Park? What time? Just an hour ago. The girl had the same marks on her neck. Mein Gott. How gruesome. And a Vita Vampirius flower in her hand. Vita Vampirius. I must speak with her. Unfortunately, the girl is dead. So quickly? She was hit by a horse and carriage as she ran from her attacker. Renfield! He's still in Whitby. Are we certain that Renfield is the killer? Who else could it be? This is a small village, and I like to jump to conclusions. Unless... Yes? It would have to be someone we've only ever seen at night. Yes, and someone who's allergic to garlic. You're getting warmer. And that captain's log mentioned bite marks on the necks of those sailors. And there was only one survivor. What are you saying? Count Dracula Dracula is is the vampire. vampire. I can't believe how long it took us to figure that out. We must find him and free Mina at once. And then destroy him before he strikes again. Lucy, you are to stay home. I want to come, Father. Please, I've already lost one daughter. I cannot bear to lose you. Jonathan will join me. I will? It's all right. You don't need to go, really. No. No, I'm going. Are you sure? In sickness and in health. Please, be careful. That may be the one thing you don't have to worry about. Jonathan! Grab a torch! They're going vampire hunting. Will our heroes get to Mina in time? Will Lucy and Jonathan come together when it counts? Will Dr. Westfeld finally respect women? I'm a product of a different time. Well, time is running out. Tune in next week for the thrilling conclusion of Dracula, a comedy of terrors. Dracula, A Comedy of Terrors was written by Gordon Greenberg and Steve Rosen. Directed by Gordon Greenberg, associate directed by Marty Maguire. Edited and mixed by Bart Fassbender with original music and sound design by Victoria Diorio. Produced by Dory Berenstein and Alan Seals for the Broadway Podcast Network. This week's episode featured Christopher Sieber as Dracula, Jeff Crady as Jonathan Harker, Ashley Park as Lucy Westfeld, Kathy Fitzgerald as Kitty, Alex Brightman as Renfield, Anna Lee Ashford as Mina Westfeld, James Monroe Eigelhart as Dr. Wallace Westfeld, Laura Benanti as Dr. Jean Van Helsing, John Stamos as Lord Swivelhips, and I am your narrator, Alan Tudyk. Dracula, A Comedy of Terrors, was commissioned and originally produced by the Maltz Jupiter Theatre, Andrew Cato, producing artistic director, chief executive. Uh, 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 uh.
everyone, I'm Kara Cooper. And I'm Jessica Rush. And we are the hosts of Mama's Talking Loud here on the Broadway Podcast Network. Join us in the dressing room as we discuss in depth the usually funny, always emotional, and very frank comedy and tragedy of motherhood with today's great mamas and sometimes papas of Broadway and beyond. Whether it's a lighthearted chat, our series of special needs mothers, or the month of content celebrating pride, so many Broadway stars have graciously joined us to share their stories. With the launch of season two, Tony Award winners and hashtag Broadway moms, Audra McDonald and Sutton Foster have joined Laura Benanti, Heather Headley, Karen Olivo, Cheyenne Jackson, Casey Levy, and numerous others in our community, spreading awareness and visibility of the working artist parent. Be sure to visit us at mamastalkingloud.com to learn more and subscribe via bpn.fm slash mamas. That's M-A-M-A-S. We also hope you'll follow us over on Instagram at Mama's Talking Loud and Twitter at Mama's Talking Pod. Hope to have you join us in the dressing room soon. Thank you for listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Make sure to visit us online at broadwaypodcastnetwork.com, on Instagram at Broadway Podcast Network, or on Twitter at Network.